Kara Ritchie. Hello, friends. Are you feeling festive? I'm trying to bring just maybe a little, little sprinkle of Christmas cheer your way today. Hopefully you're in the spirit. Hopefully your shopping's done. If not, I mean, well, good luck. (laughs) Hey, thanks for hanging out with us today. It's a big uh, one-day work week here on the Workday Red Zone, so I hope we can uh, at least bring you some tolerable radio here over the course of the next couple of hours. As always, we appreciate you hanging out with us on the ticket, KDA 970 AM, along with 95.3, and uh, KBRI 104.1. We appreciate you streaming us online at 953theticket.com. And don't forget, you can take us with you on the go. Download the TuneIn app, search for KNEA, and you will be all set. If you want to shout at us today, very easy. Call us, 870-930-3776. You can also interact with us on social media. Uh, that is on Facebook, facebook.com slash 953theticket, and on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. You can also use the hashtag WDRZ to find today's com question. Uh, I'm Kara. Hey, I'm joined in studio today by Andrew Bowen. Hey, hey. Kind enough to sit in for us as Cade has hit the road. He'll be calling a game at SIU Edwardsville tomorrow, so he's already bounced. So, uh, Andrew and I hanging out today. This is the only time you get to hear my beautiful voice. Is this it for you this week? Well, yeah, for this week and then uh, probably the 29th filling in with you. Um, And then we won't be back until January 3rd for the setup. So, this is all all you get of me. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, soak it in, people. <laughs> that's it. That's it. It's uh, it's a lot of hoops coming up this week on the ticket, and we'll tell you about that here in just a moment. Of course, going on tonight, though, Arkansas State men's basketball wrapping up. It's non-conference slate, and it's actually starting this afternoon against Lyon College. So the team's meeting in the regular season for the first time since 2015. A-State currently owning an eight-game win streak in that series. Tip-off is at four with your pregame coverage starting at 3.30 on 107.9 K-Fine. Uh, looking ahead to tomorrow, of course, Arkansas State women's basketball on the road at SIU Edwardsville. If you are not aware, just a heads up that there has been a time change for that game. It is now going to be tipping off at 5.30 instead of 7 o'clock. So 5.30 your tip-off time, 5 o'clock your pregame time. Of course, that is here on the ticket. Uh, meanwhile, Arkansas returns to Bud Walton Arena tonight to take on Elon. Razorbacks looking to get back in the win column. Uh, after uh, back-to-back losses, that one tips off at 6. Elsewhere, good news and bad news for the Memphis Grizzlies Monday night. John Morant returning to the lineup for the first time. It's been over three weeks since we've seen him as he's been sidelined with a knee sprain. But Grizzlies falling to Oklahoma City by the final of 102-99. to Also want to give you a heads up on tomorrow, day two of the NEA Invitational Basketball Tournament. Tips off tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. And again, Coverage of every single main court game can be heard right here on the ticket. We'll look at uh, some of the scores from yesterday coming up later. We'll tell you what's in store for tomorrow coming up later on in the program. But we need to go ahead and throw out our KavanaughCars.com question. This is one of those questions where we ask you to humble brag a little bit. You get to tell us about something cool that's happened to you in your life uh, is what I mean by humble brag. But I want to know what is the best sports-related Christmas present you've ever received. And that's our KavanaughCars.com question. Also, I'm going to put up a poll on Twitter just because I'm curious. I'm just curious if you drink eggnog or not. There's an eggnog shortage. So I just want you to be aware of that. But this may or may not even be impacting you in the first place. So that's what we've got out there today 
for the KavanaughCars.com question. I love questions like this because some of you have some cool memorabilia stories. Some of you just have uh, different things at your home uh, that somebody got for you that you love. Like Jairus, for example, I love this answer. His favorite all-time sports-related Christmas present, his first basketball goal when he was he was five years old. I mean, that's great. It's it is simple great. and it's great. And he says, 30 years later, that goal is still in my parents' yard, which is awesome. Awesome. Uh, I've got a personal story like that. That's really close to my answer, to be honest with you. So uh, that's what we've got in store today. Of course, we'll also get you ready for a busy sports day and a busy sports week. Uh, Coming up on the program today, of course, we'll dive into some A-State hoops, both recapping what happened on Sunday for the women and men, and then also looking ahead to these last couple of non-conference games for the program's Uh, We'll get uh, caught up on some national news. Of course, we are in the thick of it in terms of bowl season. So that's always fun to look at some of the games we've seen already. Several Sunbelt teams in action. Uh, One more to come. And, of course, some fun bowl games coming up today. So we'll be all over the place today if that's okay with you guys. So we look forward to hearing your answers on our KavanaughCars.com question in the meantime. Let's go to the Ritter Communications Hotline. We're already hopping today. And let's check in with J.D. How are you? Hey, I'm great. My, my my wife got me for for me the perfect gift one time when they tore down Bush Stadium too. They took three hundred of the seat back mm-hmm. and they were all signed and they put their number on them by all the living Hall of Famers. And uh, it was the numbered series, and there was only like three hundred of them. So it's kind of a prize. Possession <laughs> Do you have does does that seat have like its own seat in the living room? Because it would be on display at all times if anybody came into my house. I bought a house that had kind of an it sky bought an old jewelry case and, and I had the boys uh, uh sports trophies and stuff and it's sitting in the middle of it. Okay. Yeah, it it, it is but but it, uh, it it's it's really neat and I cherish it still today. But uh, that's my favorite Christmas present, sports-related, for yeah, sure. Yeah, if I had something like that, that'd probably be my favorite, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. You guys have a very Merry Christmas, and uh, let's get this baseball contract thing over with. Hey, that sounds good to me. Uh, I'm ready to start thinking about 2022 and pitchers and catchers report and all that fun stuff that goes with it. Me, too. Me, too, Carrie. Have a great day. Hey, Merry Christmas, J.D. Thanks for the phone call. Nine three zero three seven seven six. I mean, hat tip to JD's wife. If you're going to get uh, a present for a Cardinals fan, getting a seat back from Bush Stadium two, signed by what, all the living Cardinal Hall of Famers. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. That's uh, that's uh, would be a really nice addition to the memorabilia case. Uh, no doubt about it. I think pretty much any Cardinal fan listening would, J.D., if you ever need anybody to take that off your hands. Every, everybody who's got uh, who's tuned into the ticket right now who uh, follows the birds on the bat, they'll, they'll take that off your hands with, uh, with no, no worries whatsoever. Again, our KavanaughCars.com question today, just asking you the best sports-related present you've ever received. You guys are off and rolling on Twitter. Phone lines are open at 9303776. But I tell you what, now that everybody knows the question, uh, let's go ahead. Well, I say that. And as soon as I say let's hop into a break, start to see the phone line ring. And so I guess I'll tell you some uh, a programming note before we do that again. This is our only show this week. 
And, uh, of course, tomorrow and the day after that, we'll be bringing you NEA tournament coverage starting at 9 o'clock in the morning. And then uh, looking ahead to next week, we'll have the NEA tournament for you the 26th, 27th, and uh, 28th. So we will be here with you one day on the show. And I was off by a day. I apologize. The 26th is a Sunday. So NEA tournament coverage the 27th, 28th, 29th. And uh, we'll be with you here on the 29th because the finals don't tip off until 4.30. So we've got time to squeeze in a show. But the A-State Women's Basketball on Thursday, New Year's Eve on Friday. So just uh, today and then next Wednesday, the 29th, the only times we're going to be with you until the end of the year. So I uh, didn't want to go the whole time not talking to you. So I wanted to squeeze in a couple shows around Christmas. But let's go back to the Ritter Communications Hotline. Miss Lisa is with us. How are you? Well, I'm great. Um I've got a kind of a tie for two, okay. but I'm going to say this one first. And I would say this year's bowl game in Tampa, because as you get older, I think you really appreciate being able, you know, to have the health and that your husband says, I'm not going, I'm not going, when all along he planned on going, <laughs> you know, and says, yeah. I'll take you. But uh, a couple of years ago, I won... On Dixon Street, the Underwoods Jewelry Store, which is the Richie Richie Poo Poo Store in Fayetteville for jewelry. Okay. And I won their Christmas Razorback giveaway. And I, when I walked in the place, I was afraid to even breathe, afraid the cases would crack and I'd have <laughs> to pay for them. Uh, they had this big necklace. Now, this I didn't get. Oh, it was beautiful. It was a big old gold, rose gold chain and a razorback hanging from it, just encrusted in diamonds. And I I looked at that. Of course, I wouldn't wear something like that if I had it because I don't dress like that. Sure. You know. But I said, I know who needs this. And they kind of smiled a little bit. And I, they said, well, who would need that? Who do you know that would need that? I said, Jamie Pittman. And they said, well, it's funny you say that. That is hers, but she doesn't know it. So please don't say you came into Underwoods and saw Jamie Pittman's Christmas present. And uh, that's where I got the story about them never being able to have children. They've been married 35 years, but they never could have children. So it's nice to see that there are still men out there that take care of their wives. But that's mine is this year. I really didn't think I'd get to go, but we leave out next Tuesday, and I can't wait. That's a good question for today, too. That's a good question. I mean, it's uh, it's just kind of, it's, it's a lighthearted day, you know. There's not a lot of heavy-hitting news going on. I just think sometimes it's it's really fun. Instead of just me talking for two hours, it's a lot of fun to hear everybody else's stories about some of the things that are important to them as a fan. Well, I love what J.D.'s answer was. Yeah. If any, you need to give him a Blue Coast burrito or whatever it is, because that, and I know his wife is a sweetheart. That is, I'd like to have that myself. Who wouldn't? Yeah. I mean, you know, that's that's about the best surprise I would say I've ever heard anybody get. So kudos to her. Well, all right. Thank you for taking my call. All right. Have a Merry Christmas, Miss Lisa, and y'all have a safe trip, okay? Thank you. You too. We'll see you.
9303776 is the number to call, but we are going to take a break this time. Our phone lines are open, though. They will be open during the break. What is the best sports-related Christmas present you've received? We'll come back. We'll also start diving into some A-State hoops. Is that happens today at 4 o'clock at First National Bank Arena. So we'll tell you what you need to know about Lion College and get ready for that one when we return here on The Ticket. Northeast Arkansas Sports Station is 95.3 The Ticket. Hey everybody, it's Matt Stoltz. And Brad Bobo. So everybody seems to have a podcast these days, and well, we've decided to join the party. We'll release a new episode every Tuesday. Of course, we'll talk about what's going on with the Red Wolves, but we'll also be able to talk about some things we might not always get to. That's right, we'll have interviews, behind-the-scenes info, tell plenty of stories, and have a whole lot of fun as we talk about everything A-State. It's the second to none podcast Podcast presented by Simmons Bank. New episodes every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcast. Cooler weather is here, but that doesn't mean it's time to put up the clubs. NEA Golf Cars has all the accessories for the golfer who knows there is no off-season. Go by NEA Golf Cars and see their selection of windshields, rain covers, and countless other manufacturer original parts. And if it's time to park your cart, bring it to NEA Golf Cars for service to make sure there are no surprises next spring. And as always, you can check out their selection of new golf cars, including the Onward Series from Club Car. Call 236 Golf or get by NEA Golf Cars Highway 49 in Paragool. Home buyers throughout Northeast Arkansas continue to praise the team at First Financial Mortgage. Here's what Angela had to say. We bought and refinanced through First Financial Mortgage. It was an easy, stress-free process both times. We will continue to use them and refer everyone to them. I also had a friend getting a mortgage from a bank and she was having a horrible experience. I gave them the number for Mary at First Financial Mortgage and now they own their own house, which relieves so much stress for them. Call Mary Tucker today, 9 First Financial Mortgage, Equal Housing Lender, Member FDIC. Bigger bonuses, increased starting pay. Linux Industries has 300 positions to fill and is now offering brand new seasonal shift incentives. Hiring bonuses from $2,000 for first shift and $2,500 for second shift. Starting pay from $1,525 on first to $16 per hour for second shift. Plus, excellent benefits including full medical benefits and a free on-site clinic for employees and their families and an air-conditioned factory. Bigger bonuses. Increased starting pay up to $16 an hour. Come join the Linux team, the leading HVAC company in America. Call 870-672-8161 or apply online at linuxinternational.com slash careers. Linux Industries is an equal opportunity employer. Happy holidays from your friends at The Ticket. It's one of the most fun times of the year. Bowl games, coaching changes, the transfer portal, and lots and lots of hoops. And your sports family is here to talk about it. With the front row with Budrow from 7 to 10. RWRC Radio, 10 to noon. The Workday Red Zone with Kara Ritchie from noon to 2. The Setup from 2 to 3. And The Drive with Brad Bobo from 3 to 6. Merry Christmas from 1041 KBRI, KNEA AM 970, 95.3 and 96.9 The Ticket. She can stand, she can do more Like build a rocket and watch it soar Clean the oceans and make the world a better place oh. She can stand Learn more at She Can Stem A message brought to you by the Ad Council This is your warning You're entering the Workday Red Zone back to the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara and Andrew with you today. I can tell you that just like one one day of not having a show gets me 
out of practice. Because we've already made it through a segment today and uh, completely failed to mention that we do have a guest coming up in the second hour of the program. It's Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. He uh, is usually kind enough to join us on Tuesdays. Uh, but one uh, thirty is when he'll be with us here in studio, and we'll talk some A-State hoops with you. And also, uh, they had a good conversation uh, yesterday with Butch Jones on the Second and None podcast. That's something that drops today. So curious to pick his brain a little bit about uh, that conversation. But uh, but yeah, usually I tell you our guest at the beginning of the show, but just one one day of not being on air, and I just I forget how this whole radio thing works apparently. Uh, we do have a question of the day. We're asking you to tell us your stories today. The best sports-related Christmas present that you've ever received, and that's our KavanaughCars.com question. 9303776 on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie is where you can get in on the conversation. Meanwhile today, 4 o'clock is tip-off time tonight for Arkansas State men's basketball against Lyon College. Of course, this is a change in opponent. It was originally supposed to be champion Christian, but... Uh, as you've noticed, if you've looked at any basketball, football, sports headlines lately, uh, all thing, all kinds of things are getting uh, changed and altered and canceled and rescheduled and what have you due to COVID and other illness and injury. So not really surprised that uh, there's some kind of alteration to the A-State schedule, but uh, that's... Uh, Again, going to be the opponent tonight. Before we talk about line, I do want to flash back on, on Sunday. Uh, because Sunday, you know, Arkansas State was hosting Air Force. And this was kind of viewed as a good indicator for Arkansas State in terms of the caliber of opponents that A-State was going to face in Sunbelt Conference. Because truly, there just haven't been a ton of those this year on, on the A-State schedule. Um, A-State is not going to be facing, you know, a, an Illinois-caliber team, a... Texas Tech caliber team on in Sunbelt Conference play. But they're also not going to be facing a Lion College caliber team in Sunbelt Conference play. So you've only got a few good indicators on this non-conference schedule as to how you might stack up against like opponents in Sunbelt play. And, and Air Force was expected to be one of those, a team that was uh, not too far behind Arkansas State in the net rankings coming into the Sunday game. And because their service academy had a little bit of a different offense that could potentially be seen as you know an, an intriguing matchup for the Red Wolves, so how would they handle it? I think saying they handled it well is not fully describing how this game went because it was a 68-46 final uh, for Arkansas State against Air Force. And, I mean, that doesn't tell the the full story of how well A-State played in this game. First things first, just the team defense was awesome because it's the, I think, the lowest point total they've held a D1 opponent to since 2017. And then you start looking at some of the statistics, you know, we've told you several times what Mike Bellotto's, you know, defensive uh, goals are. And it's to hold the opposition below 40% from the floor, 30% from three, and to hit more free throws than the opponent attempts. And A-State went three for three in those defensive metrics. They held Air Force to 32% from the floor, 29% from three, and Air Force only attempted seven free throws in that game while A-State made nine. So just really, really good team defense in that one. They forced uh, 15 turnovers. Um, A-State had six steals. So just anywhere you want to look in some of those defensive metrics, A-State did a good job. 
Uh, also, they held their leading scorer, Walker, who came in averaging, what, 20 points or so, held him to just six. So it was a really, really good game from that standpoint. Also, A-State was not playing this game at 100%. And it's been a minute since they've they've played a game at 100%. On a positive note, going into Sunday, they did get Antoine Jackson back. And he had missed, like, the previous week going through concussion protocol. Finally got cleared for that. He was able to rejoin the team. But then, in addition to that, you know, you had you had Keon Wesley, who just has been battling back from from flu-like symptoms you know Marquise Eaton was sick last week Desi Seals came into this game on Sunday as a game time decision he had had fever all week long so they got they got I guess the flu or something going around the A-State men's team and and so they were really impacted going into this one in terms of who was going to be able to play how long were they going to be able to be out there and I mean if you hadn't heard before the game that Desi Sills was under the weather, you would not have known that Desi Sills was under the weather, except for, you know, maybe the fact that, you know, he wasn't in the starting lineup. He did only play 14 minutes, and, and those are things that are normally um, not the case. You know, normally he's going to start. Normally he's going to play at least twice that many minutes. But, but again, you wouldn't have known by watching him play just to do the, the 12 points and three assists that he had. So a good effort there for him. But, I mean, this was... This was North Chad O'Meara's game. I mean, goodness gracious. You don't see stat lines like this very often. And he went out and put up 22 points, 16 rebounds, and either 5 or 6 blocks. I see. I say either 5 or 6. It's still listed as 5 on the stat sheet. It was uh, noted as 6 in the game write-up. But just to, to err on the side of caution, we're going to say that stat line was 22, 16, and 5. You know how many players... In the past decade, in all of college basketball, which includes over 350 teams, you know how many players have put up a stat line like that? It's 32. 32. You know how many guys have done it in the Sun Belt? Two. Wow. You know how many guys have done it in 25 minutes or less like Omir did on Sunday? He's it. I was going to say one. (laughs) In the past decade, and I can't tell you how many games, played among... 350 teams. Omir is the only player to put up a stat line that monstrous. 22 points, 16 rebounds, 5 or more blocks in 25 minutes or less. That's it. There's only like two other dudes that have done it under 30. This just shows you just the the caliber of awesome that he is. I mean, at a certain point in time, you almost run out of ways to, to talk about the guy. Because again, this wasn't him going out and putting up this stat line against an AIA school or a D2 school or anything. This is, Air Force is not a terrible team. Now, they didn't have a good big to be able to counter him. But still, this is the caliber of opponent that Arkansas State will play in Sunbelt Conference play. And Omir just had his way with them. The the fouls, as far as the fouls, you know, he finished with four fouls in this game. And that's been the big conversation with him all year. It's just, it's interesting how it seems like he picks them up in bunches. And what I mean by that is is he didn't pick up his first foul until midway late through the first half, which is great. He was out there for a good chunk of the first half. He already I think he had already had a double double at the half. If not, he was close. He was already putting up some stupid numbers by halftime. But after he got one, he got the second one like two plays later. They're always boom boom, those first two. And of course when that happens early in the first half, then he usually takes a seat on the bench and we don't get to see him as much as we'd like and blah 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 blah. But uh I, I just I still continue to wonder, you know, what that is, if he gets in his head, if 
uh, just just what it is that makes him pick up those first couple of fouls just back to back. But again, he's just he's he's just unreal, and he is able to put up stat lines like that, able to have performances like that quickly. And uh, it was it was another good night for him. A good night for Marquise Eaton. He finished with 16 points, seven rebounds in that one. And again. I uh, thought Arkansas State could win this game. Did not expect it to be as as lopsided as it was. A 22-point win over Air Force. We've got some post-game comments here to share with you from Arkansas State men's basketball coach Mike Bellotto. If we've got that all set up and, and ready to go. And we'll start here as, as Bellotto just gives kind of his general recap. What he thought about A-State's big win on Sunday. I, I thought from the beginning of the tip to the buzzer sounded we, we were... You know, we dominated the game. And, you know, a lot of credit to Air Force. They're young. Coach Scott is a, is a phenomenal coach. They're going to be really, really good. we got to play them at their place next year. So I wish them the best of luck. I have a lot of respect for them. But, again, our team came out and really dominated the game, I thought. I thought we played on both ends, especially defensively. We were really, really good. Continuing here with some audio from Mike Bellotto. Everybody talk amongst yourselves. I lost my handy-dandy sheet that tells me the order that we're supposed to play these. See see what I mean about being out of practice? Just take one day off, and it's like my brain is broken here. It's just one of those days. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, continuing on, you know, we talked about some of the team defense numbers. And, again, uh, Arkansas State doing a, a very good job of shutting down Air Force's leading scorer. Bellano talks about all the different things that contributed to the strong defensive performance. Yeah, I'm going to credit a lot of that to our team defense. Uh, Fields got the, the call on him tonight, did not let him get any easy looks. Um, and then again, our help defense was very, very good. Our guys that we call loaded to the ball when he drove it, uh, we were very aware of where the points are coming from. And we executed the scouting report uh, at, a, at a great level tonight, and that's why you know, we are able to get a victory. We just mentioned Omir's stat line and, and his performance and <laughs> – I mean, you just you just talk about him every game now. It's is what it is, and that's okay. And um, Bellano knows that uh, after a night like that, he's he's uh, pretty excited about the play of his big guy. No, no, quite. Look, eight offensive rebounds, eight defensive rebounds, sixteen points, five block shots. I thought he had six there at the end. Um, you know, he really dominated the game, and that was one of the focal points for us offensively to play inside out. We, we, we did some stuff where they couldn't double us, and, and early in the game we went a lot of high-low where they couldn't double, which they wanted to do, and put their guys in a tough position to guard him one-on-one in the post. So he was phenomenal, both defensively too. A lot of people give him a lot of credit with five block shots, and he changed about seven of them. So he was by far the best player on the court tonight. Continuing on here and talking about some of the other players that uh, shined for A-State on Sunday, and we mentioned Desi Seals. Uh, was a player that was battling through fever all through that week and, and came in, was a game-time decision, played well, and, and Marquis Eaton also was a great night, too, and Bellotto talks about their performances. Yeah, well, first I'll say with Marquis Eaton and, and Caleb Fields, they controlled the whole game, and that's what was big for us. Offensively, they called the right calls, and then defensively, they were locked in, and Keys had a phenomenal game, seven rebounds. He was second on the team, so that's huge. Now, Desi, uh, I'm so proud of him. I knew I know him well enough to know when the lights come on, you know, he, he's going to bring it. He's such a tough kid, and he gave us a huge lift off the bench. I mean, 12 points in 13 minutes and three assists, only one turnover, five drawn fouls. He was awesome, and we needed him tonight to, to help us win the game. Last thing here from Mike Bellotto. In that game, uh, 
you know, going into that week, Keon Wesley has has just been kind of ailing and, and trying to get back in return to form. He had eight points and uh, off the bench, also had six rebounds and only played 19 minutes. But here's the number that stands out from Wesley's performance. In 19 minutes, he was plus 30 on the court, which is just, that's kind of an unreal number. Bellotto talks about his contributions. Yeah, he, he, we outscored our opponent by 30 when he played. He played so well in a stretch defensively. You know, it's hard to guard that offense, and he's 6'9", moving out there, guarding guards. And then on the offensive end, he just does what he does, plays hard with a great motor, got a bunch of putbacks, was at the right spot at the right time, made a tough move to the basket and finished with contact. So proud of him. Um, I'm glad he's feeling better. Again, that was Mike Bellotto recapping uh, the action from Sunday at First National Bank Arena, a win against Air Force. All right, got, got a clarification on, on Omir's stat line. Because, again, it said five in the stat sheet. It said six in the uh, game recap. So reached out to SID Mark Taylor. Six blocks, 22 points, 16 rebounds, six blocks for Omir on Sunday, which means uh, he's one of just 14 players in the last decade. Actually, going back to the 2010-2011 season, so decade and a year that has been able to put up a, st- a stat line like that. And one of just two that did it in under 30 minutes. So is, is that good? Is that good? I, I think that's good. I'd say so. <laughs> Looking ahead to today, again, 4 o'clock is when this one gets underway against Lyon College. 3.30 is is your pregame show uh, coverage beginning on 107.9 K-Fine. And really... You know, it, a game like this where you are so much better in, in so many other ways than your opponents, A-State just needs to, it's kind of a, a control what you can control game. Make sure that the energy is intense for 40 minutes, uh, that you can keep up the effort throughout, that you don't get sloppy just because you're playing loose and confident. And uh, hopefully we can see, you know, a lot of not the starters tonight, to be honest with you. Um, this one just needs to go the way that it's supposed to go. Have A-State get out early, start fast, hit some shots, and then just maintain the intensity throughout the game so that they can cruise to an easy win. That is personally what I'd like to see. And, and plus, just keep up some momentum here. You know, A-State has played, you go back to the second half against Texas Tech and then that whole entire Air Force game, you want to be able to keep some of that momentum going into conference play, which is going to start up on the 30th. So need to close out strong in your non-con schedule as well. Again, 4 o'clock, 3.30 pregame. We'll also talk a little bit more about this one in an hour when Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, joins us in studio. We'll hit pause. Our phone lines are open at 930-3776. Again, KavanaughCars.com question. What's the best sports-related Christmas present you've ever received? But we'll come back and tell you what, there's some news from Arkansas State football. We'll pass that along when we return. Keep it here with us on the ticket. We're the station that loves bat flips, transition threes, and end zone dances. One, two, three. It's Northeast Arkansas's sports station. 95.3, the ticket. Whether you're in need of a new boat, a new motor, or just want your current one running, come see us at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. Now in stock, we have to hot 25 horsepower and smaller motors. You can shop us both in-store and online. From a hole in your boat to a whole new boat, let our certified marine technicians get you ready for that next great duck hunt. Come to Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart and shop online at maxpw.com. The hunt begins here. The holidays can be a time of joy and of stress. Methodist Family Health reminds you to make the season shine 
by eating and drinking in moderation, getting exercise, and setting realistic expectations for the season and for yourself. Visit MethodistFamily.org for more help. Sponsored by Methodist Family Health and aired in cooperation with the Arkansas Broadcasters Association and the station. Rice prices down, solid gains for everything else. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. March corn to 596 and a quarter, up five and a quarter, with May corn to 597 and a half, up five and a half. January soybeans at 1304 and a half, up 12 and a quarter, with March soybeans at 1309 and a half, up 14 and three quarters. March wheat at 793 and a quarter, up 15 and a half, with May wheat at 796, up 15 and a half. March cotton at 107.52, up 198, with May cotton at 105.65, up 182. January rice, 1365, down a penny, with March rice, 1385, down two and a half. Moving on to livestock now, December live cattle 135.85 up 137 and a half. February live cattle 137.47 and a half up 150. January feeder cattle 161.10 up 187 and a half with March feeder cattle 162.10 up 160. February lane hogs at 80.95 up 147 and a half. April hogs at 84.57 and a half up 107 and a half. That's your EAB New Market Report brought to you by Farmers and Merchants Bank. Field tested and farmer approved. Farmers and Merchants Bank history is deeply rooted in agriculture. We understand farming and the importance of properly funding the way you produce and market your products. Whether it's operations, land, equipment, or facilities, make this year the one to grow on with Farmers and Merchants Bank. Find us online at mebanking.com. Field tested, farmer approved. Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC and equal housing lender. soil health principles that can turn your soil into a star performer. Contact your local USDA Natural Resources Conservation Service office today to find out how. This message brought to you by USDA and this radio station. Turn it up and annoy your co-workers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Thanks for hanging out with us today, Kara and Andrew with you in studio. 930-3776 is the number to call. Asking you for the best sports-related Christmas present you've ever received. That's our KavanaughCars.com question. Also throughout a poll, just strictly out of curiosity, throughout the poll question of, of whether or not you guys drink eggnog or not, uh, pretty heavily leaning towards no. Two-thirds to one-third. <laughs> you guys are, are not fans. So it was just a curiosity thing. But, of course, you can weigh in on that. Uh, I don't think I've ever Twitter. had... I don't think I've ever had it. I... I have. And I don't know if it was one of those things that it was... It was what I had was not good or is it just not good in general? Yeah. And it could be either one. Regardless, I'm probably never drinking it again. Yeah. And I've, I've only heard bad things about it. One exception... If it came in a little moose mug and I could channel my inner cousin Eddie, that that might be the only exception. Just that's, wear, a fair, that's a fair statement. Wear my white sweater, <laughs> uh, have a dicky that was <laughs> very noticeable, a pair of polyester pants. You know, maybe if I go that route, I'll, I'll sip on some eggnog. We'll see. There you go. Uh, looking at some Arkansas State football news, we'll start with 
Um, not not necessarily bad news. I don't think it's bad news for him, but it's just kind of sad news for me because it's one of my favorites. But A-State Nation reporting uh, that Brandon Joyner, of course, who's been the Arkansas State defensive line, defensive ends coach over the past few years, has stepped away from the team, has resigned uh, to move home to Texas and, and pursue a different career there. Big Brandon Joyner fan. I mean, look, he one when you when you see the guys that that play for your team continue to stick around and build up the program and and build up the young men that are in it. I mean, how do you not root for a coach like that? And then two, that dude was just like he was a a big amount of joy. I mean that literally. He's a big guy. <laughs> He's tall. He obviously played football, but also he was just very positive. And was one of those people that wanted to to change lives for the better through being a football coach. And I certainly believe that he did that during his time at Arkansas State. But uh, obviously, you know, wishing him all the success in the world on whatever comes next in in his life. Uh, that was not put out officially by Arkansas State because um, the, the football program itself is never going to weigh in on assistant departures you usually see it announced by the other school or announced by the person or whatever and in this case it was a state nation reporting this news last night so again best of luck to to coach Joyner and whatever is next for him and his family arkansas state did though announce officially a new member of that staff and that's marcus lovings this is not a secret that lovings is the running backs coach now for the red wolves uh, he had, of course, uh, Butch Jones was asked about Lovings on signing day and, and talked about him a little bit. And, of course, uh, it's a name that's a little bit familiar in, in the Sun Belt. Although Lovings last season was at Nichols and the season before that was the interim head coach at Austin P. I think most A-State fans' familiarity with him or with the guys he coached was when he was with the Raging Cajuns. And he was there for, I think, eight total years with the Cajuns. Uh, seven or eight he he spent the first six coaching running backs and then moved to the defensive line so kind of multi uh, impactful there for the Cajuns but while he was with uh, Louisiana that was when they had some guys that honestly had a tendency to just run all over Arkansas State football to be honest with you Um, he coached Elijah Harris he coached or excuse me he, he coached Alonzo Harris. He coached Elijah McGuire, trying to combine those guys into one super talented, crazy, awesome running back. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, in, in 2014 in particular, it seemed like that was the year where the Cajuns were just absolute monsters on the ground. Uh, McGuire was the player of the year in the Sun Belt. He was also the offensive player of the year in the Sun Belt. And then the the game that I remember the most um, in in a negative way from from that time period, you know, in 2014, when Arkansas State and Louisiana played, um, and this one was in Lafayette, and it was a high scoring game. It was it was kind of entertaining. I mean, 55 to 40 is usually uh, pretty interesting, but man, the Cajuns just ran all over. Arkansas State. I mean, they ran for 419 yards in that game. And A-State could not slow them down. I, I think, although I'm not sure, I think after that, that might have been the game that prompted Joe Cawthon's, um can't stop a hard-charging marching band comment. I think it might have been from that game, although to be honest with you, A-State had enough tough rush defensive performances that year that it could have came from a couple of others as well. But 
You know, that was just a game where it just seemed like explosive run after explosive run after explosive run from the Cajuns, and it was it was a tough one to sit through. Yeah, Elijah McGuire had a 74-yard run in that one. He also had a 43-yard run in that one. And then he had a 54-yard run in that one. Wow. Did the dude <laughs> not get tired at some point? He doesn't get tired. <sighs> just keeps going. <laughs> Triggered just by talking about that game. <laughs> 265 yards rushing is, is what he ended up with. But, yeah, again, to circle back around to the point, Marcus Lovings was uh, the running back coach during that time at, uh, at, at Louisiana. I went and checked today just briefly on astatenation.com where they have, of course, not just a list of commitments and signees and things like that, but they also have an offer list. And uh, right now, Arkansas State football does not appear to have any offers out to running backs named Elijah, but Marcus Loving seems to like those dudes, so yeah, we'll see that changes. There is a, he's, he's got a type, and hey, that type, you know, running backs named Elijah were very successful for him, so if that's would, the direction he goes, okay. I would argue it was a good system. <laughs> it, it was. It absolutely was. As far as the rest of Butch Jones' staff, uh, we're still kind of waiting and seeing because that means that, you know, there's no official name in terms of, you know, who replaces uh, Brandon Joyner coaching the defensive line. Uh, don't have a name yet in terms of who replaces. Sorry, I was trying to talk and think at the same time, and that doesn't really work. doesn't work very well. Also, uh, no word yet on, on who replaces um, Hilliard in terms of coaching defensive backs. But I will tell you, and we've referenced this a few times, but I don't know if we've ever actually said his name yet or not. Several commits and official visitors to Arkansas State right before the signing period tagged a coach in their tweets, not listed on the Arkansas State staff, and that was a coach by the name of Walter Stewart. Well, Walter Stewart most recently coached the defensive line at Temple where, um, of course, they just had that staff change, so he is he is without a job. But he is a guy that actually played for Butch Jones at the University of Cincinnati. Uh, he also began his coaching career as a GA at Tennessee, where Butch Jones was as well. So uh, it makes sense that if the players are tagging this, these guys, if Arkansas State has a vacancy at defensive line coach, then it looks like Walter Stewart is going to be the next guy for that job. So, again, still nothing official there, but uh, using our context clues, that appears to be the case. So we'll wait and see where we, uh, when we'll hear news for that. And, again, A-State still without a defensive backs coach, so that will be the next hire there for Jones. So we'll see how that all continues to come together. Elsewhere, that's kind of uh, kind of it in terms of Arkansas State football no- news. No uh, no. Players to report that are in the portal since the last time we spoke with you. Um, no, nothing else really. There was a decommitment. Uh, a young man who I think was had been committed to the Red Wolves for a while and was expected to sign in February, but has, has reopened his commitment uh, by the last name of Pascal. So um, still a couple of spots for Jones and company to fill coming up in February. But right now, again, just kind of, uh, I would imagine right now the attention has turned a whole lot more to 2023. Than, uh, than February. So, again, uh, Butch Jones, the guest on the Second to Nine podcast this week with Matt Stoltz and Brad Bobo. And you can find that anywhere. Your podcasts are available. I know they had a pretty deep dive, I think, with him in terms of the season and what's next and 
all of that good stuff. I tell you what, though, uh, let's go ahead and hit pause. It's time for us to take a break. We'll step away, come back, and get caught up on some NEA tournament action right here on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone with Kara Ritchie. Weekdays from noon to 2 on Northeast Arkansas's Sports Station. 95.3 The Ticket. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. One of the common ingredients for most Super Bowl teams is good health. Last year, the Bucks had almost their entire roster available for the playoffs. That kind of luck doesn't usually last. Now Tampa Bay is scrambling after a shocking shutout loss at home to the Saints on Sunday night. Yesterday, they learned that receiver Chris Godwin's out for the season, torn ACL. They got some good news on fellow receiver Mike Evans. He's day-to-day with a hamstring injury. But running back Leonard Fournette also has a hamstring issue and could miss some time. Tom Brady looked downright miserable on Sunday without his weapons. Hopefully Evans' injury won't linger. Brady also gets Antonio Brown back after his three-game suspension. Luckily for the Bucs, they have two games against the Panthers and one against the Jets to finish the season. They have time to right the ship, but if these injuries persist, their postseason road could be a lot more rocky than last season's dominant Super Bowl run. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Masterclass Masterclass gives you unlimited access to online classes from the world's best, anytime, anywhere, at your pace. Cook with Gordon Ramsay, write a song with Alicia Keys, build a brand with Anna Wintour, or find greatness with Simone Biles. Watch and learn from your phone, tablet, living room devices, computer, even just listen with audio mode. Now you can give one annual membership and get one free. Go to masterclass.com slash Patrick today. That's masterclass.com slash Patrick. Terms apply. You got to put in the work to be healthy and successful, right? That's why I take M Drive, daily supplement for driven guys with no plans to slow down as they get older. M Drive supports your body's natural testosterone production to give you the energy and strength you need to compete every single day. You can find it at Walgreens, Rite Aid, and Vitamin Shop, or go to mdrivedan.com. Get free shipping and 60 day guarantee. M Drive, Walgreens, Rite Aid, Vitamin Shop, or mdrivedan.com. Don't let age be. Hello, this is Bob Moore with More Air Conditioning. Heating issues when the temperature drops interrupt your life in more ways than one. We're here to help. When you need your heating system repaired, you need it fast. Get more assurance with the More Same Day Guarantee. We'll send a licensed and trained technician to your home the same day you call or you don't pay a service fee. That's the More Assurance Guarantee. Creating comfort one home at a time. Call More Air Conditioning today, 870-336-2023. You deserve more, don't Celebrate the holidays with a new ride from Nebo Auto Center. And Nebo's all-new location is now open, just a quarter mile south of the old one on Stadium Boulevard. Nebo Auto Center is Northeast Arkansas's original new car alternative with late-model, low-mileage vehicles that fit almost any budget. Visit NeboAuto.com and see them at their new location, 3910 Stadium Boulevard, just south of the bypass. And look for the red roof. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Nebo Auto Center. We go Nebo. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Welcome back. Last segment in this noon hour, Kara and Andrew with you in studio, 930-3776, the number to call. What's the best sports-related Christmas present you've ever received? That is today's question of the day. Prior to the break, we were filling you in on some uh, staff news. 
regarding Arkansas State football, and they have announced another hire in uh, Robert Garth. He's going to be the director of player development for a state. So still waiting on uh, one more name there to complete a state's uh, on-field coaching staff, but they're starting to fill in some support roles as well. And, of course, it like it takes a village. Um, I would imagine at this point in time you have to have one person on the staff just to handle, like, eligibility math. And then when it comes to, <laughs> then when it comes to uh, things like directors of, of player personnel and directors of operations and directors of scouting, I would imagine at this point in time you just about have to have like a director of monitoring the transfer <laughs> portal and uh, so many other positions. But uh, again, Robert Garth, uh, the newest addition there for A State football. Again, the director of player development is uh, his title. I don't think I realized how many positions there are within oh my gosh. A, a collegiate football team or even a professional. It's just, it's crazy. Well, and, and you look and, um, so A-State has, well, you've got, you've got your regular staff, all right? Mm-hmm. You've got your head coach, you've got your 10 position coaches. Then you've usually got multiple GAs, right? I think you can have, what, maybe four GAs. Then you've got all of your directors. So a player personnel, a director of football operations, a director of recruiting, a director of scouting. Uh, You've got multiple different analysts. You've got multiple different quality control positions. Then you've got all of your your performance guys that are, you know, your strength and conditioning. And then in addition to that, you've got your trainers. So it's like... And your student workers. Yeah. it, the list goes on and on. <laughs> so A-State has an additional 15 off-field positions listed on their their coaching staff roster. That's A-State. I'm guessing Alabama probably has about 30. Definitely. you can continue to – you got more money. You can pay for more of those off-field positions. So it's just uh, – it's – yeah. The, it's, all the SEC teams have bigger ones. My oh, cousin yeah. works at A&M, and they have a lot yeah, you might theirs. not even you might not even know everybody that's yeah. on staff with you. When he got hired, he told me his position, and I was like, "That what? What is that?" <laughs> I don't <laughs> I even so know. What they, they're just making up titles, yeah. like drawing <laughs> director of recruiting analysis for special teams. Okay, I was sure, like, "Good, give that great for you, congratulations!" But like, I I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, it's yeah. It's it's a lot a lot going on uh, a lot going on at First National Bank Arena. This week, of course, men's hoops coming up today at 4, but uh, that's kind of sandwiched in some NEA tournament action. Uh, got underway yesterday at FNB Arena, and then also, of course, here on the ticket. Just uh, some quick notes for you, some scores to pass along. We'll go through the list here. In girls' Division One action yesterday, it was Truman topping Newport to get the day started. 50-40 to 40 was the final there. Then uh, other scores from the day, Bay beat Armorell 50-25, uh, White County Central 63-15 over Mark Tree in Girls Division 2 action. Brooklyn a winner over Riverside 48-29, Tuckerman topping Batesville 62-48. And then uh, boys at Division 1 action later on in the evening, it was EPC winning a squeaker over Cedar Ridge 74-70. Then Harrisburg. In the lone upset of the day, a 10 seed over a 7 seed, topping White County Central 58-49. to And then uh, also a good one to wrap up the action last night. Bay, a 41-40 to win over Armorell. So uh, closed out uh, with some fun ones last night at the NEA tournament. 
action starts tomorrow morning at 9 a.m., also Thursday. 9 a.m. is what time the action will start as well. Of course, uh, that's also going to be the start time next Monday. You get into next Tuesday, you've only got eight games on the slate, so that starts at uh, at 1030 because it's semifinals day, and then next Wednesday is finals day. Uh, with coverage beginning at, at 4.30. But, again, uh, another full day tomorrow. It's going to get started uh, at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning with uh, girls' Division One action. But there will also be a couple of Division Two games as well. And then we'll see boys' Division Two, which is uh, the Division Two is the, uh, the higher classification. Uh, it's going to be the teams with a little bit more students. Uh, bigger student bodies and, and things like that. So we'll see the first boys' division two games uh, starting tomorrow at 4.30. So another full day at the NEA. That means, of course, no workday red zone tomorrow. Or the day after that, or then the day after that is Christmas Eve and then Christmas, and then it's Sunday, and so no workday red zone the day after that or the day after that. But the day after that... <laughs> We'll be here with you. Day after that, the day after that. Yeah. One day. One day soon. Someday in the future, there will be. Yeah. Which just means it's like two hours of trying to catch up on everything you can catch up on and then uh, hope for the best that uh, you got it all in there. You didn't forget too much. Uh, You didn't didn't overlook any really important stories. Mm -hmm. But uh, so far, so good. When we come back in the second hour of the program... We'll look ahead to tomorrow's matchup for Arkansas State women's basketball and talk about some news and notes there. Also get caught up on the Sunbelt Conference. Uh, the league has played in three of their four bowl games. We'll tell you what's happened there. And uh, Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, is going to join us in the second hour of the program at 1.30. Uh, he'll swing by here right before he goes out to First National Bank Arena to call some A-State men's basketball today. But uh, that is... The latest news there. Just trying to scan around on Twitter, see if there's anything super important going on today, but but not really. Seeing some other you know news about players in in the portal and things like that, but nothing as it pertains right now to Arkansas State. So uh, that's um, that's the latest there. Just kind of yeah, it just looks like everybody's wasting on time today, wasting time today on Twitter, which is pretty much what most of us do, anyways. True. <laughs> it's where I prefer to waste my time, to be honest with you. That and TikTok. Those two. I still haven't... I, I Instagram Reels is enough for me. See, I, I grew up on Vine, so it's, you know, it's like normal to me. <laughs> Vine I'll, Vine is on my you-know-what list because they deleted all of the, all of the Vine videos. Yeah, I, I had a problem with that, too. In 2015, I had multiple videos of Austin Reeves hitting game-winning shots or... Sending it to overtime shots uh, from the NEA tournament. And can I find them now? I cannot. And he just hit a game-winning shot for the Lakers. Can I compare them? I cannot. Uh, Thanks, Vine. Shout-out to Vine, though. <laughs> no. No shout-outs to Vine. We'll never mention them again on this program again. That wraps up Hour 1. We've still got another hour to go. Keep it here with us on the Workday Red Zone.
Let us come to you at Mr. Zippy Lube. At Mr. Zippy Lube, our certified technicians visit on-site and can change your oil, rotate your tires, and more. We will keep you informed before, during, and after your service. And no mess left behind. Plus, buy one oil change and get the next one free. This convenience is just a click or a phone call away. Schedule an appointment online at MrZippyLube.com or call 1-833-88-ZIPPY. Let us come to you at Mr. Zippy Lube. Live auction items which were only available at the Duck Classic Banquet are now open for bids online. Due to the weather conditions, the live auction was not feasible during the banquet. Now everyone has a chance to bid online at DougClassic.com. Find puppies, George Strait and Dirk Bentley concert tickets, hunting and fishing trips, a zero-turn lawnmower, even a trip to the Final Four. Duck hunters, bid on a 16-foot A-frame duck pick complete with two dog boxes. You'll also find gift ideas like the Viking Cooking School at the Alluvian and a private shopping event for you and your friends at Sissy's Log Cabin. See all items up for bids online at DougClassic.com. Bidding will close at 7 p.m. on Tuesday, December the 21st. All proceeds benefit the six programs under the NEA Baptist Charitable Foundation to provide free services to our community. Presented by NEA Baptist, DNW Outdoors, Bandit Avery, Yeti, KAIT, Arkansas Health and Wellness, Drake, Gamble Home, Glenn Sane, Andy's Frozen Custard, Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield, Arvest Bank, Bayou DeVue, Elite Home Health, Elite Hospice, Hag Brown, NYIT, Ramson's Construction, Refuge Duck Calls, Sissy's Log Cabin, CBRE, Rice Tech, Sitka, Valley View Agri, Vineyard Outdoor and East Arkansas Broadcasters. At Glenn Sane, this is the time of year we reflect back on all the years we've been in business. To be successful in this business, you build friendships and relationships with your customers. We want your business for years to come. We have been blessed with some of the most loyal customers in the business. We look forward to many more years to come. From all the Glenn Sane families, we want to wish you a blessed and happy holiday season. Glenn Sane, and God bless our troops. Be part of a company that helps get food to grocery stores, medicine to pharmacies, and online orders to customers around the world. Hytrill has been an industry leader for over half a century, and they're ready for you to join their team. Design and build new conveyor systems and technology at a company that people want to work with and want to work for. One that puts its employees, partners, and customers first. Join the Hytrill family. Apply today at careers.hytrill.com. This is Will Oswald with your Tuesday Ticket Sports Update from KDA, brought to you by Plans to Tire Service. It's the final non-conference action for the A-State men's basketball team this afternoon at First National Bank Arena as the Red Wolves host Lyon College at 4 o'clock, pregame 3.30 on 107.9 IK Fine and the EAB Red Wolves Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield. As for the visiting Scots from Batesville, it'll be their second trip to Northeast Arkansas in less than 24 hours. Last night in Paragould, Lyon led Crowley's Ridge College by 13 with just over 13 minutes left to play, but had to hold off the Pioneer to win 73-70. CRC led by a game-high 24 points and 15 boards off the bench from Bo Roberson. Last night in Memphis, John Morant returned to the Grizzlies lineup after missing nearly a month with a strained left knee. He had 16 points in 26 minutes. Desmond Bain with a game-high 25. It wasn't enough as Oklahoma City beat the Grizz 102-99 at FedEx Forum. Bringing the best show on tires since 1963, now with two Jonesboro locations at Plaza Tire Service, and that's the latest from the ticket. While serving in Iraq, an IED took both my legs, but it didn't take my spirit. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I'm Greg Gatson, Army veteran. DAV helps veterans and their families get the benefits they've earned. Today, I'm an entrepreneur, photographer, and public speaker. With the right support, more veterans can reach victories great and small. My victory is just being the best that I can be. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. 
You're listening to KNEA Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon. The Ticket. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. the work week here on the <laughs> Workday Red Zone. Uh, one hour through a one-day work week is is what we got going on. Kara Ritchie and Andrew Bowen here with you for another hour on the program. Heads up, 30 minutes from now, we'll be joined in studio by Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, and uh, we'll talk uh, all things A-State when he joins us here in just a little bit. For those of you just joining us, throwing out this KavanaughCars.com question today, asking you to humble brag, tell us your fan stories What's the best sports-related Christmas present that you have ever received? It's brought to you by our friends at KavanaughCars.com. Of course, I don't know what they've got there online that might be sports-related, but if you want to get yourself something really cool for Christmas, like uh, something with a couple four tires, uh, that's going to be the place to start your search. And uh, it's got every single vehicle there under the Kavanaugh umbrella listed online at KavanaughCars.com. So you can sort through, you know, not just the inventory at Kavanaugh Kia, but Kavanaugh Kia, Kavanaugh Ford, Kavanaugh Hyundai. It's it's all of the inventory. You can go ahead and get pre-approved while you're there, find out what your trade-in is worth. And uh, if you really want to, you don't even have to get out of your Santa pajamas. You can just flat out. Yeah. Don't even have to put on real shoes. You can buy a car from your couch. And that is all for you there. You missed a uh, You missed a perfect segue to say, you know, the sport edition of a car. Oh, they, just, there yeah. are sport editions. Yeah, there you go. I forgot about them. See, I don't drive those because I like I vehicles that go from zero <laughs> to sixty in about seventeen seconds. So I'm not. I just can't wrap my head around a sport edition. <laughs> That's fair. Like, That's give me, fair. give me something that might have been cool when I was young. But you know what I want now. Good gas mileage. No, I I, I 100% agree. I don't have a sport car either, so I'm in the same boat as you. Don't worry. I don't I don't understand, like, I mean, do, you do you. I'm never going to tell somebody else how to spend their money. But I, I see uh, certain vehicles out on the road, and I'm just like, that can only get, like, 14 miles to the gallon. And yeah. I just, uh, anyways. You're going fast, but your money's going fast, too. <laughs> Looking at some of your answers on social media, some good ones. Dalton chimes in and says, uh, several years back, he got some tickets to Broncos, Chiefs, and Arrowhead when Peyton Manning was playing for the Broncos. That had to be a fun one. Uh, Mac says ice hockey. I don't know if that means he went to a game or if he bought a team, but all right. Uh, Marquise got a Kobe Bryant jersey one year for Christmas. Love that. Sean says uh, his boss. Got him a ticket, uh, gosh, I guess it would be about a decade ago to go see the Hogs play the Buckeyes in the Sugar Bowl. So that's pretty cool. That's, that's a, a really that's cool a really present from your gift. boss. Wow. From your boss? That's crazy. <laughs> Sean, is your boss hiring? Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I like, I like my boss just fine. <laughs> I've, uh, As I, do I. <laughs> I guess you could uh, hey, say that I, I've gotten some bowl trips for, for Christmas, uh, being able to go and, and cover Arkansas State football when they've – I've uh, been playing in bowls, of course, missing out on that, that trip uh, 
this year and last year, and I'm not even going to pretend I'm not a little bit envious <laughs> of some <laughs> of the other fans and and media around the country that are getting to go and, and have that experience. Um, go well, somewhere warmer. Yeah, just <laughs> well, just somewhere different. You know, you kind of get you get to this point in time of the year. It gets dark at noon. And it's cold. It's cold. You get in a rut. It's just fun to, to go somewhere different. <laughs> but uh, we'll check in on some bowl games here in just a little bit. Do you want to get uh, continue to talk some Red Wolves with you as women's basketball is back at it tomorrow at SIU Edwardsville. Again, uh, first note on that, the game time has been moved up. Uh, they're now scheduled to tip off at 5.30, which means your pregame coverage is going to be starting up at uh, 5 o'clock. And I think I said on KNEA just out of habit, but with... The ticket airing NEA tournament action tomorrow. This game will be moved to KBTM 1230 News Talk 1021. So that's where you can find that one tomorrow if you're looking for A-State women's hoops. But actually, before we look ahead to this SIUE matchup, you know, going back to Sunday, Arkansas State played Hendricks. And it was a 98-48 final. And look, that's that's what it should be like. That's That's how you're supposed to respond. Uh, when you play a team that that you're better than, and Arkansas State was a lot better than than Hendricks, you know, A State shot almost fifty percent from the floor, thirty five percent from three. Uh, they had you know more. Uh, they made as many free throws as Hendricks attempted, and they just did a lot of the things that that you would expect a much better team to to be able to do in a game like this. You know, they forced. Hendricks into 17 turnovers. They scored 27 points off those turnovers. They had a massive, massive edge on the glass, you know, plus 25 in rebounding. So uh, also, since they had such a significant rebounding edge, you know, A-State held Hendricks to zero second-chance points while the Red Wolves ended up with with 28 of those. So A-State just really kind of put it on them. It was a very one-sided performance, as you would expect. Um, even more impressive, they were without Trinity Jackson, who has been battling, I guess, flu-like symptoms. Uh, I know it's non-COVID illness, but unfortunately, that seems like it's been going around the A-State locker room. So neither team has been 100% as of late. But you saw a lot of good performances in this win for A-State, you know, just ending up with, with two different double-doubles. You know, Morgan Wallace, we see that from her a lot, but Talia rolled in with a really good game where she ended up with 10 points and 10 rebounds. That was that was really good to see. I guess most impressive, in a game like this where, where you know the final score is going to be lopsided, just can a team continue to maintain focus for, for all 40 minutes of the game? And A-State did that for the most part. Now, they did have a kind of a, a little bit of an off start to the second quarter. Uh, they closed out the first quarter just in dominant fashion. Second quarter, I think Hendricks might have scored the first seven or the first ten before Destiny Rogers called a timeout and she was like, "Nope, nope, not having that," uh, and kind of got her crew back to back to refocus. But the second half, you know, A State went out and outscored Hendricks fifty-five to twenty-five. So that's just again, that's just what you expect to see in a game like this. So said this last week, but not that there is ever a good time for a head coach to quit mid-season, but this was probably the best possible time on the A-State schedule. You know, you're playing a couple of games going back to last week, you know, against teams that you are much, much better than in Mississippi Valley State and then Hendricks. And then also uh, you have an opportunity to see how this team performs on the road before you hit conference play. So now the Red Wolves uh, get to SIUE tomorrow. And again, this is going to be a, a good, uh, not just a, a solid road test to see how this team performs 
on the road under Destiny Rogers, but also this is going to be in a Sunbelt caliber opponent in the sense that um, SIUE is ranked at 236 in the net and about half the league is better than that and about half the league is worse than that. So this will be a, a good test in terms of what this team is going to face in Sunbelt Conference play. So it's been fun to see the start under Coach Rogers 2-0. and And again, against teams A-State should have beat handily, which it did. But now the, now the test ramps up a little bit with the first road trip, with the first team that is comparable to A-State. And then how will this team, you know, perform? Again, they, they seem to love playing for Coach Rogers, which is incredible. Not to say they didn't, I uh, love playing for Coach Daniel, but when you watch this team, there's just a really fun energy there right now. And when you hear, uh, of course, when they, it was an awesome scene to see them mob Coach Rogers on the sideline after that first win against Mississippi Valley State. But she's uh, passed two of her 19 game auditions with flying colors. She's got 17 more to see whether or not Arkansas State will or will not have a large scale coaching search at the end of the season. Like the, I mean, the best case scenario is they just kick butt and take names under Rogers. You save yourself money and time, and you save yourself any recruiting woes. Um, there could still be the potential for transfers at the end of the season because there always is. There was even before the portal, mm-hmm. but you probably lessen uh, the odds of that uh, if if you don't have significant change. One more note on A State women's basketball before we go to break. Five thirty eight has a write up right now. That's called, quote, these freshmen might be the next big names in women's college basketball. They shine a spotlight on seven players. And most of these players are from power conferences. However, if you continue to scroll a little bit, uh, they also have a list of other freshmen to keep an eye on. Lauren Pendleton at Arkansas State is one of those 10 freshmen. That's huge. So she gets a shout-out there from 538, and she's been fun to watch in the early going. I would imagine that continuing for the Red Wolves. And again, uh, that's going to start tomorrow at SIUE. 530 is your game time. 5 o'clock is your pregame again on KBTN is where you'll find that one. We'll go ahead and hit pause here. Our phone lines are open at 9303776, but we'll come back and start diving into some bold talk. Of course, that's in full swing, some games to recap, some games to preview, including a couple today. So keep it here with us. We'll get into that when we return on The Ticket. We are the station that always has our howl on. Northeast Arkansas Sports Station. 95.3. The Ticket. Get holiday ready at Kavanaugh Ford in Jonesboro with 0% financing available on all new models. Save thousands now through the end of the year on every new vehicle on the lot. Get $1,500 off MSRP on a new 21 Ford F-150 or a new 21 Ford Edge. Plus, we're also giving you $1,500 off a new 21 Ford Escape and a new 21 Ford Explorer. New inventory is coming in daily, so we are stocking up for the holidays. Don't let these savings pass you by, because we're giving you top dollar for your trade. Great savings plus great service equals real value. Come in today, get $1,500 off MSRP on a new 21 Ford F-150 or a new 21 Ford Edge. 
Plus, we're giving you $1,500 off MSRP on a new 21 Ford Escape and a new 21 Ford Explorer. Save thousands through the end of the year and get holiday ready. Now at Cavanaugh Ford in Jonesboro or CavanaughFord.com. See dealer for details. The more you spend, the more you save. This holiday season at Play It Again Sports in Jonesboro. Take your shopping list by Play It Again and receive a $10 gift card for every $50 you spend. Play It Again has something for every athlete in your life. Equipment, attire, and accessories for all ages and all sports. And you can make someone's Christmas by putting a new 2022 model baseball or softball bat from Play It Again under the tree. Get a $10 gift card for every $50 you spend, all while making your favorite athlete happy. At Play It Again Sports, located at Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. Hey, y'all, Matthew Cox with Cox Implement. Need a dependable tractor or zero-turn mower? Cut, cut. Matthew, this is where we say Merry Christmas and thank all our loyal customers. Oh, yeah, that was my idea, wasn't it? Well, yeah. Want me to get a professional to voice this? Move over. Hey, y'all, Matthew Cox with Cox Implement. We want to thank you, Northeast Arkansas, for letting Cox Implement be a part of your life and your land. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from all of us at Cox Implement. Your land, your choice. Thank you for choosing Cox Implement. Equipment you can count on, people you can trust. What are you looking for in a dentist? Experience, a friendly, caring staff, the latest in procedures and technology. You can have all of those things at Brooklyn Dental. Dr. Tony and Dr. Adams have been taking care of patients across the area for years and have brought that care to the all-new Brooklyn Dental. They're accepting new patients right now and work with all types of insurance. So why wait? Call Brooklyn Dental now at 393-5330 to schedule an appointment. That's 393-5330. Brooklyn Dental, open now on Highway 49 North in Brooklyn. What does better mean to you? Maybe it's better services, better support, better ways to build a life or buy a home or run a business. First Security is your partner for it all with resources and solutions that make a difference for you and others. That's because First Security takes care of customers while building communities. Better for you, better for Arkansas, better for all. First Security, bank better. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. About 15 minutes away from a conversation with a voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, we'll check in with him, talk all things Red Wolves when he comes back to join us. But uh, that means we've got about, uh, oh, 12 minutes or so of time for some open phone lines at 9303776. That's the number to call again. We're asking you to tell us about the coolest sports-related gift you've ever gotten for Christmas. Uh, so just brag a little bit with us today. We've already had a couple of callers do that and several of you responding on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. Is where you can find that question as well. Looking elsewhere around sports, we got some bowl games coming up today. As uh, hey, it's that time. They're pretty much almost every day. We didn't we didn't have bowl games Sunday because that's NFL day. Although we are having NFL games today on a college football day, but more on that later on. Uh, today, get hyped! It's Kent State in Wyoming. Woo! Comp- couple of a. Uh, very mediocre teams. That starts at 2.30 on ESPN. <laughs> and then uh, you do have, I am intrigued by the nightcap tonight because it looks like you got a couple of, of decent teams here. you got UTSA, who came just one game short of being undefeated going into their bowl. And then also San Diego State, uh, usually a pretty solid Mountain West program. 
So they're eleven and two. So you got uh, you got game one that has two teams with thirteen combined wins, and then you've got game two that has two teams with twenty three combined wins. So I'll let you be able to figure out which one of those I'm going to be watching. I'm kidding. I'm going to be watching both of them because again, there's no such thing as as too many bowls. Uh, but that's the slate True. coming up tonight uh, for these games. And by the way, they're both at, at least you've got a couple of like pairings in the sense that both are expected to be close. Um, Wyoming's just a three-point favorite. San Diego State is just a two-and-a-half-point favorite. So we could see some some fun ones coming up later. Looking at uh, what the Sun Belt has, has done so far, look, I know a lot of people already seem to have kind of coastal Carolina fatigue because they've only been real good for two years. And in that two years, it seems like in some cases they've just ran their mouths a lot. And, and it can get old... When you see a team that does not have a long history of success getting kind of uppity, you know? Yeah. But tip your cap to Coastal in this sense. More often than not, the games they play in are highly entertaining. No, they are, for sure. And that was the case when they got bowl season started. Uh, Not the first game on the bowl slate, but close to it when they played in the Tailgater Cure Bowl and ended up beating... NIU 47-41 in that one. Now, part of it is because in that game, you know, we saw NIU go for several fourth down plays, which it's kind of, that's their MO, by the way. It wasn't one of those things where they got to bowl season. They're like, ah, we're just going to keep going for it. And in fact, they were four of five and went this whole season converting 26 of 31 fourth down attempts. I mean, that's a lot of fourth down attempts. That is. But they were good at it. They did it. And uh, so that was kind of an interesting storyline there. But I think there was, there was one big fourth down conversion where they, where they couldn't, uh, couldn't convert that play. And it led to, of course, a turnover on downs. And Coastal Carolina immediately responded uh, the next play later. So they were able to get the come-from-behind victory. That was also one that just ended weird on some bad officiating you're like what in the world just happened but unfortunately sometimes that's just bullshit. just the way it is sometimes yeah yeah Yeah, but uh a fun one there for the cure bowl coastal carolina finishes the season 11 and 2 and by all accounts they're keeping jamie chadwell which looked for a little bit like like it might not happen like he might get poached somewhere uh but looks like he's going to be around for the next season so We'll see if, if they're able to reel off another double-digit win season. Uh, they're going to have their quarterback back, which is a huge part of it. But some of their other talented guys, especially some of those linebackers they have on defense and uh, some of the guys there in the secondary, as well as um, their incredible, incredible receivers and tight end Isaiah Likely and then their receiver Highly. those guys are all seniors. So they lose a massive, massive amount of production this offseason. So how will they respond to that? I don't know what Jamie Chadwell has waiting there in the wings in terms of personnel to step into those roles. But, I mean, they've been on a run, so we'll see. We'll see what happens next. The Cajuns able to get a come-from-behind win uh, on Saturday as they actually trailed Marshall 21-16 to going into the fourth quarter and then scored 20 unanswered to wrap up that game. So what could be a future conference matchup? Uh, we saw the Cajuns close strong in that one and be able to get a win in the New Orleans Bowl. Of course, they're always going to play well in New Orleans. They just 
do. That's how it <laughs> happens there. Fair. Uh, but uh, so so they end the season on the nation's longest win streak. Wow. 13 games is what they have been able to win. I say that, uh, excuse me, Cincinnati is still in the running for that as well. But uh, but the Raging Cajuns have won 13 in a row after losing the very first game of the season against Texas, responded strong. And it was interesting here because this one, this game was, was the first ever game for Michael Decimo as a Cajuns head coach. Shout out to the fans in the stand that actually had his name pronunciation written out on the little signs that they brought <laughs> with them. Decimo, the R is silent. It ends in a lot of vowels and an X, as you would expect. Perfect name for a Cajuns coach. But uh, but uh, they uh, closed out there in 13-1 and one is their final record on the season. The one kind of not as bright spot for the Sun Belt so far in bowl season was App State losing by three touchdowns to Western Kentucky. And, I mean, credit the Hilltoppers. They've just got a really, 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 <laughs> really good passing attack. Yeah. And a really good quarterback. And that dude threw for over 400 yards and six touchdowns. So Every year, every year, I swear, they're just like this sneaky good team. Yeah. Yeah, so. I mean, they, when they had Mike White, I mean, they own, yeah. basically, Western Kentucky is like the king of the Boca Raton Bowl, I feel like. Every every year they're in it, they win pretty handedly. So, App State ends their season on a couple of losses back-to-back, but it's still, you know, I, this first year you've had not one, not two, three. Three different Sunbelt teams. They go out and win ten games. Which is really huge. Yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously a good note to close out the season. I say that, and then I'm flashing back to last year. I was like, well, maybe App State did that. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. I'm not going to sit here and, and count. Yes, I am. One, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven. Okay, nine wins last year. So the first year for the Sun Belt to have three 10 win teams. I hate being inaccurate when I have the, especially if I have the information right in front of me like I do. Yeah. I can just go back and check. Yeah, it was a nine-win season for App last year. So so I was right. First season for the Sun Belt to have three ten-win teams. So it was a good year. It's a huge step up for the whole conference. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll see, you know, where or if, you know, Coastal's not going to wind up in the, the final top 25, even though we, they went 11-2. But, of course, uh, the, the Cajuns will. So it'll be interesting to see where they land after being able to close out the season on a winning note in the bowl and, and a Sunbelt championship. And again, 13 straight W's to close out the season is how it wrapped up for the Cajuns. There's still one more bowl game left for the league, and it's Christmas Day. If you get sick of opening presents and want to watch football, that's uh, Georgia State and Ball State in the Camellia Bowl in Montgomery. That's at 1.30 on ESPN. So, Plenty of football over the next few days to be able to keep tabs on. We mentioned the two bowl games tonight. Of course, you've also got, in what is just a nutso week for the NFL, you've got NFL action uh, coming up tonight in rare Tuesday night stuff going on. Seahawks and Rams, football team and Eagles. It's going to be interesting. You know, fantasy playoffs are going on. Yeah. Stakes are high. Yeah. I know my brother is on the edge of his seat because he has to ha- – he has to – 
have Cooper Cup do well tonight or he's out of the playoffs. So <laughs> it's a tense household. And right there now. are there are so many players not playing. I mean, you look back yeah. to last night's game against the Browns. I don't remember how many players they had out, but it was multiple players out. Had the head coach was out, just nobody was there for the Browns. And uh, I know that uh, the football team in Washington is kind of dealing with the same scenario in the sense that they ain't got nobody yeah. at this point in time left to be able to play. And um, unfortunately, J.D. McKissick is on that list of, of not going to be out there as well. And he is not battling uh, any type of illness. But of course, he got hurt a few weeks back, had to mm-hmm. be carted off. He has since cleared all the protocols and everything else to make sure he's going to be okay. But uh, with that injury you know he hurt his neck and that is not really an injury you want to mess around with so right last I heard which I think this was late last week it looked like he was ruled out for this game I don't think that has changed um even with this game being pushed back no it has not Uh, he has been ruled out for this game so unfortunately even though you've got uh, some NFL action on a Tuesday and you've got some nationally televised games you're still still not going to see JD tonight so a little disappointing that we won't get to see that on Fox but they'll mention him from time to time I'm sure Um, he's had another great season there with Washington and good to see because I think this is his free agent year Mm -hmm. so hopefully uh, he can continue to turn some heads down down the stretch here and be able to He's a good piece have to have. Some good things happen. Yeah. He's, he's a, a great piece to have. He's very versatile is what he is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still kind of, it's still hard for me sometimes to wrap my head around seeing him listed as a running back. This is what he did at A-State. He caught passes. Yeah. But as we see, you know, that running back position continue to evolve as more of a, you know, you have every team now, in addition to having, you know, the, the brute force running back, seems like they have the pass catching running back as well. And Washington has two of those with with Gibson and McKissick, mm-hmm. and they use them both a lot. But uh, McKissick reminds me a lot of um, uh, what's his name, uh, Jarek McKinnon when he was healthy. I think they both okay. kind of play the mm-hmm. same. And I don't know. A lot of offenses need that kind of running back slash receiver hybrid thing. So um, he'll find a good spot and he'll he'll get a good contract for sure. He's a I good think player. So. I think so. We'll see. And still, what three games left this season? for most teams. Yes. Yes. So it's still not out of the realm of possibility that we could see a couple of Red Wolves in the playoffs. The Saints and Washington right now just both kind of barely on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. So if uh, if Washington gets a win tonight, that would be huge. They would be 7-7 seven and seven and be in a, a three-way tie for the seven. Of course, that's uh, just a little bit out of where you need to be. It's been a, it's been a but, wild year for the standings in every division. It's just... Every time I look at it, I'm confused as to how we got here. <laughs> it is. Especially, you know, the AFC, there's not just that great team that yeah. we've seen before. Because yeah. the Chiefs, I mean, they're getting there, but the defense was so down for a while that, or excuse me, the offense uh, had such a slow start. Mahomes has since rounded into form, and, and they've been carried by their defense some, but it's kind of a, a really, really goofy year in the NFL. It's made it interesting, though, with all the parity. Check in quickly on the phones. See what Chuck is up to. How are you? I'm doing good, Kara. How are you? Hey, doing good. Thanks for the phone call. No problem. Hey, I just got a quick question for you. 
So is JD and uh, Mario Davis the only ones playing in the NFL? Is everybody else on like practice squads or something? Yeah, you've also got uh, Forrest Merrill is on the practice squad for the Chargers. You've got Kirk Merritt on the practice squad for the Dolphins, and and that's it as far as you've also got some guys that spent time at A State, uh, like you know Jerry Jacobs was playing for the Lions before he hurt his ACL and. William Bradley King is on the practice squad for for Washington, but uh, it's it's a short list right now for A State as, as far as guys in the pros. Okay, I mean I I hear you talking about them too all the time. I didn't know if maybe that was the only two that was in the NFL right now. I know they've got several in the uh, Canadian league. Yeah, yeah. As far yeah. as you know, active players in the NFL, you got Demario and JD. Okay, all right. Do they have any active players in the Arena League? I don't know, and that's a that's a good question. I I'll tell you what, we'll check into it. All right, well, Kara, I know you're coming up on uh, break, and then uh, you got a guest after that. I appreciate you taking my call. Y'all have a Merry Christmas and go Red Wolf. Hey, Merry Christmas, Chuck. Thanks you for the well. phone call. Uh, he's right. We are coming up on a break. We do have a guest joining us next, so let's get <laughs> to all segue. of that. Yeah, Great segue. Good job, Chuck. We'll just <laughs> let you take over from here. Uh, Matt Stoltz, Voice of the Red Wolves, will be with us right after this. Keep it with us on The Ticket. We're not as socially awkward as you think. Search for 95.3 The Ticket on Facebook and follow us at 95.3 The Ticket on Twitter. Tax time is drive now time at Car Today because we just say yes. Yes to offering you a great selection of Carfax verified cars, trucks, and SUVs that you can buy now and pay later. Even though you won't file your taxes for a while, we can help you use part of your tax refund now and pay later. Bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, no problem. Because at Car Today, we know bad things happen to good people. All of our vehicles come with our peace of mind package included. Free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax financed available, and satisfaction guaranteed. And with tax time at Car Today, you bring us a pay stub, and we will use part of your expected tax refund right now to get you into a car, truck, or SUV. Stop by Car Today and see how you really can buy now and pay later. Plus, when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us, we will pay off yours. It's tax time at Car Today, 3404 Stadium, or online at NEA Car Today. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas is striving to make life easier for all their banking customers by introducing a brand new way to control your Visa debit card. With the My Card Rules mobile app, you can turn your debit card on or off with the push of a button, set limits on spending and transaction types, see recent transactions, customize alerts, and so much more. Existing customers can download the free My Card Rules app today in the Apple app or Google Play Store. We're giving you the power to take control of your card at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. Member FDIC. Need health insurance now? Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield's limited duration plans provide affordable coverage designed to cover you for the length of time you need it. You don't have to wait to shop for health insurance. You can apply for these policies at any time. Call Woody Harrelson at 870-897-5000 or come see Woody at 2512 Alexander Drive in Jonesboro today. Woody Harrelson is a soliciting agent for Arkansas Blue Cross, an independent licensee of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association. Plans available only to residents in Arkansas. 
Hi, this is Angie Gallagher at United Country Scenic Rivers Realty. If you are looking for investment property, I have several great opportunities. We have a 20-unit mini storage operation listed in Randolph County for only $75,000. I also have six fixer-upper rent houses in Pocahontas, all for the low price of $206,000. And finally, how about a newer 2,400-square-foot commercial building with overhead doors and a nice apartment that is perfect for various types of automotive businesses? Call me for more information at 870-219-5159 and check them out on my website at unitedcountryozarks.com. The A-State men wrap up non-conference play Tuesday at 4 o'clock as they host Lion College. And you can hear it all on your home of the Red Wolves, 107.9 K-Fine. Red Wolves basketball is brought to you in part by Hytro, Gazaway Ace, First Financial Mortgage, Vision Care Center, Hilltop Family Dentistry, George Kell Motors, Bills Cost Plus, Blue Cross Blue Shield agent Woody Harrelson, Crown Limousine, Collision Repair, Glen Sane Motors, Hijinks, Ritter Communications, First Security Bank, and State. Stanley Woodard Law Firm. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Andrew are still hanging out here with you in studio. Joined now by Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. Kind enough to swing by on our big one-day work week. But of course, that's not the case for everybody. Just no, just for me. This is the uh, the Christmas edition <laughs> yes. of the Workday Red Zone, right? Sure. Merry Christmas to you, by the way. Merry Christmas to you. Are you going to serenade us with your favorite <laughs> choice of Christmas song? I don't think you want that. <laughs> now, if if I need to in the second half this afternoon, I might do that. But we'll see how it goes. Big expectations for this game against Lyon College <laughs> coming up at uh, 4 o'clock on, on 107.9 K-Fine. We'll get to that one here in just a moment. But, of course, the Red Wolves are coming off just a very, I mean, it was fun. It was a good defensive performance. There were a lot of good things to take from the win over Air Force. What's the biggest positive you walked away from there? I think about? there's a lot of positives. And, really, if you go back to the start of the second half of last week's game at Texas Tech, I think the three best halves of basketball this team has played have been the last three uh, that they've played. They, they played phenomenal in that second half at Texas Tech the other day. And, you know, you're down 17 at the half against a top 25 opponent on the road. And, you know, it, it's not like Texas Tech was sitting anybody in that second half. Uh, yeah. the, they had all their guys out there, and the Red Wolves outscored the Red Raiders in the second half and were dead even on the boards against a Texas Tech team that was top three nationally in rebounding margin. They were leading the country in offensive boards and you know, top 20 in field goal defense and top 20 in forcing turnovers. And uh, we just played really, really well. And uh, speaking of the turnovers, we sat here last week and kind of scratching our heads about all the turnovers against Mississippi Valley State. And they only turned it over 10 times against Texas Tech, which uh, I thought was great. So it, it was uh, it was a great turnaround. The, the ball movement, movement was really good. I thought uh, the guys shared the ball well. And, and there were some, some big positives to take into the Air Force game, and they just carried it on through. Uh, that was a good Air Force team we played the other day. They were 7-2 and two going into that game, and, uh, you know, A-State – never trailed against Air Force and just got it done on both ends of the floor to hold anybody to 46 points is a big deal 
I know Air Force likes to slow things down offensively, and, and they play a more methodical brand uh, of basketball. But uh, defensively, uh, to hold them to 32%, I thought was a major positive, uh, especially considering the fact Air Force was shooting 48% on the season coming in. So I thought uh, just a really solid performance on both ends. It seems like every week we we you know when we check in on A State hoops I'm just like all right I'm not I'm not going to ask about Omir this week because we talk about him all the time and then he goes out and you got to ask about him well you, when you, a guy puts up a stat line of, of 22 points 16 rebounds six blocks I mean you just you don't see that you can count the players who've done that in the past decade so what did you <laughs> think of his performance Sunday well and you mentioned those numbers he did it in 24 yes. minutes and. Now, credit to Norshad. I don't think he picked up his first foul until about, oh, the five-and-a-half-minute mark of the first half, which was good, you know, considering how early he's been getting into foul trouble in these games. He picked up four on the day, but, you know, it's not like uh, it, it was a major theme throughout, uh, especially with A-State up as big as they were late in the game. But uh, I, I think – you know, it's still a process with him. And, you know, imagine if he starts playing 30, 35 minutes a game, uh, what he might be able to do. The the effort level is just off the charts. And you look at all these rebounds, and he just never quits on plays. There's a lot of rebounds that he gets that he has no business getting to. But it's just the effort getting to the ball and, you know, wrestling it away from whoever he has to uh, on so many occasions that uh, that uh, kind of stands out. Uh, he, he's so fun to watch, and he's just getting better every time out. In this game, you know, Desi Seals was a game-time decision. Uh, A-State just got Antoine Jackson back. Marquise Eaton uh, was, was ailing last week. Is, is this team going to be healthy? Uh, how are they looking, getting closer and closer to conference play from that standpoint? You know, that's the thing. I mean, it, it's been a while since everybody's been there and been at 100%. And you're right. You're able to get Antoine Jackson back finally uh, the other day. And he had missed the three previous ga- games. Uh, he was in concussion protocol. So it, it was good to get Antoine back. And then you find out, well, Desi had been sick for like four days before hadn't practiced, and, you know, you could tell he was far from 100% the other day just by his facial expressions alone. But, you know, he uh, he fought through it, and he plays 13 minutes the other day and comes in and scores 12 points off the bench. So he was still uh, a big contributing factor in that win. Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz here with us. Again, 4 o'clock today, Arkansas State's going to be taking on Lyon College. And everybody knows A-State is better this, than this team significantly. So what are you looking to see in a, a game like this that, that is a mismatch on paper? Well, it's just another chance to get out there and play one more time before Christmas, one final tune-up before non-conference play. And I think it's an important game because you need to be able to carry – whatever momentum you can in the conference Uh, you don't need to get sloppy you need to do what we've seen the last 60 minutes of basketball now dating back to the the start of that second half against uh, Texas Tech I mean there have been some very good things that we've seen now and we're starting to 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 see this team click in a lot of ways and it, it seems to be at the right time you don't need to give in to bad habits in a game like this afternoon 
Again, uh, 4 o'clock, 3.30, your pregame time on 107.9 K5. Switching gears, of course, podcast dropped today, second to none. Yeah. Comes out uh, on Tuesdays. But I know you and Brad Bobo caught up uh, a lot yesterday with Coach Butch Jones. I would imagine recapping a little bit from signing, looking ahead to 2022. What kind of spoilers can you Yeah, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, we, we got into signing day and we talked about some of the particular recruits and some you know stories, some good stories from – uh, the recruiting trail that we, we get into, uh, talked about some of the returners coming back and how Marcel Murray came back to the team, talked about Kavon Bennett, uh, another guy that we got into detail uh, about a little bit and what his plans are. He's coming back to the team, but maybe in a little bit of a different role on the defensive side. And Coach Jones talked about that. So uh, a lot of good stuff, and, you know, he – uh, Coach Jones told a, a story about, uh, and we kind of featured it uh, on social media as well, just one of the um, little things that, that he pays attention to are just the eating habits of his team. And he tells a story about you know going uh, to Georgia State and uh, staying at the same hotel as the Patriots. And he called the hotel after the trip and he wanted he wanted to talk to the people that had prepared uh, the meals, and we had the exact same meal as the Patriots. And he said, "Look, the Patriots come to find out ran out of vegetables, ran out of meat, and uh, salad. With us, we ran out of all the carbs, the rolls, and the ice cream." <laughs> and I asked him, what made you do that? And he talked about just the attention to detail. He said, I just, I, I kind of sit back and look at these things. And he told the team that. And then the next week, I guess they're getting ready for the Texas uh, Texas State game. And in pregame meal, nobody's touching the ice cream. And he said, look, guys, you can eat the ice cream. You just can't overdo it. So it's a great story. And, again, it's just, you know, things that he wants to do to kind of establish uh, healthy eating habits, number one, but also uh, the culture that he wants here at Arkansas State. Glad Butch Jones was not around the EAB offices over the past few days to witness the cinnamon roll <laughs> no, intake. He, he, would, he would not be happy with us it at all. It would have been bad, bad news. I would have been in an extended timeout. I can tell you that right now. Uh, again, that's uh, that's available wherever you get your podcast. The Second to None podcast drops every every Tuesday. So you've been keeping up with any bowl games? You watch um, any of these Sunbelt teams in action? Yeah, I did. Uh, it, it was uh, a good game the other night with Coastal Carolina. Uh, them uh, picking up the win in the uh, Cure Bowl. And then uh, I, I was definitely surprised with what Western Kentucky did against yeah. App State the other day, putting 59 points up on – uh, the Mountaineers, and then, oh gosh, we had another team win. Uh, the, the Cajuns won their game the other day. I didn't see too much of that, but looking forward to uh, to seeing Georgia State coming up on uh, Christmas Day, playing in the Camellia Bowl, and uh, hopefully the Sun Belt can finish out 3-1. and one. We know you've got to head out to First National Bank Arena here in a second, but uh, if you don't mind, answer our com question. Okay. And uh, humble brag a little bit. What's the best sports-related Christmas present you've ever received? Sports-related Christmas present. Hmm. I'm trying to think. 
tickets, jersey, bobblehead. <laughs> I've got some pretty cool things. Uh, last year, yes, uh, my family got me uh, uh, some uh, Texas Rangers bago boards okay. last year. So that was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. The uh, personalized, specialized bago. Yes, very cool. Are you any good at bago? Oh, outstanding. Okay. Now we know. Dominate the bago circuit. <laughs> See, I believe in the first like statement, like and now I, now I feel like you're messing with us a little bit. <laughs> no, I'm not. I, okay. I'm, I'm as good as I say I am. He's just confident. In my head, I am. Are you the Sunbelt Broadcasting champ of the bago if circuit? If we had a tournament, I would... I would Definitely dominate that circuit. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that out there on Twitter. Matt Stoltz, <laughs> talk smack to all of I, the I don't know how much of a humble brag this is anymore, but I'm doing my best. There you go. You, you did okay. All right. <laughs> we'll let you go. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to Andrew. And uh, hopefully we have a little bit of fun this afternoon. Sounds good. Merry Christmas. All Thanks right. for hanging out. Yeah, Merry Christmas. We've got uh, one more segment here on the Workday Red Zone before we wrap it up for Christmas. So keep it here. We'll be back in a moment uh, here on The Ticket. Northeast Arkansas's sports station is 95.3 The Ticket. Have you heard the buzz? Juniper Tree Meadery is now open. Juniper Tree Meadery in Paragold is the only winery in Northeast Arkansas specializing in mead, the drink of your ancestors. Their wines made from locally sourced honey and fruit make the perfect Christmas gift. Stop by their tasting room at 2112 Highway 358 West or call 870-586-5858 for that last-minute, one-of-a-kind gift that's sure to wow the wine lover in your life. Gift certificates for flights, tasting, grass, and more make perfect stocking stuffers. Join us live at Juniper Tree Meadery in Paragold this Thursday from 11 to 1 and experience NEA's most unique drink. The folks at 1812 Pizza Company want to thank you for supporting locally owned businesses during times like this. At 1812 Pizza, still feeding your family the best pizzas, sandwiches, and salads at all three of their locations. You can get curbside pickup in Manila or at Hilltop, and the Ray Street location has a drive through window. Delivery is available from all 1812 Pizza locations, and it's brought to your door by one of their employees, not a third-party company. From their family to yours, thanks for eating local with 1812 Pizza Company. Registration is going on now at East Arkansas Community College. There's never been a better time to enroll in classes at EACC. If you want to make a change in the new year, let EACC help you get there. Many programs are available to get you trained and to get you to work. Free money for spring is available for students enrolled in six or more hours. Apply online at EACC.edu, visit the Wind Center or main campus in Forest City, or call 870-633-4480 to get registered for spring classes. Spring classes begin Tuesday, January 18th. Don't wait to get registered. Go to EACC.edu or call 870-633-4480 today. Give the gift of 10 this holiday season with Super Tents. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter, and y'all, the holiday gift cards are back at Super Tents. You can buy a Super Tents gift card of any value. You can surprise someone and pay for the full thing or just pay for part. And Super Tents is making it easy. Swing in, get your gift card, and swing out and power through your day. So if someone on your Christmas list is driving around with no tent, think Super Tents. It's the gift that keeps on giving day after day, year after year. Not only does tent make every vehicle look better, it also protects your skin from UV rays. It gives you 
an extra layer of privacy, and it insulates your ride, keeping it warmer in the winter and cooler in the summer. Super Tents, Occasions Magazine's best tent shop, yeah, they won that. The best of the best, they won that too. And y'all, I've said it for the last 17 years, when it comes to tent, Super Tents is the best. So give the gift of tent this holiday season with holiday gift cards at Super Tents. You can find them at 3212 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, or call 870-933-TINT. And Merry Tentmas from Super Tents. COVID-19 cases are still spreading across the state. Safe, effective, and free COVID vaccines are now readily available for all Arkansans ages 5 and up. Booster shots are also available for fully vaccinated people 16 and above. The vaccines are highly effective at preventing severe COVID. That means helping keep you from being hospitalized or even dying. Get vaccinated to protect yourself, your family, and your community. Learn more at healthy.arkansas.gov. This message brought to you by the Arkansas Department of Health. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone home stretch of the day of the week here for the show. Kara and Andrew with you for, oh, we got like eight minutes left and then uh, that's it. I'm, I'm not thinking again until next week. So don't ask me any hard hitting questions. I got, I got nothing. The brain, <laughs> my brain, I said this to Stoltz earlier, my brain is already sitting at home at my house. It's, playing, in, it's in do not disturb mode. It's playing fetch <laughs> with my dog. That's where I'm at mentally right now. So. Uh, but again, uh, home stretch here on the program. One last time, we'll throw out the KavanaughCars.com question asking you to brag with us a little bit and tell us the best sports-related Christmas present you've ever received. And by the way, mine was uh, fifth grade. Fifth grade got the basketball goal at the house, which my parents were horrible liars because it is, heads up, it's just not that easy to wrap a basketball. I know they come in like the cardboard boxes, but you can still plainly feel because I could not, I was not one of those patient kids. I'm an only kid. I'm spoiled. So I would pick up the presents and then you could clearly tell that one of the presents was somewhat rounder than the other. So I knew it was coming. Um, Unfortunately, uh, no athletic talent came with. <laughs> I did not, just the, the equipment, goal. not the talent. I, yes, I got the goal from Santa and nothing else to help me with it whatsoever. The goal came from Santa, the basketball from my parents, and I always think it's funny when parents nothing. wrap the bicycles and it's very clearly a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> I always think it's so funny; it just cracks me up. I don't know why. Uh, let's go to the phones. Check in with Mark. How are you today? Good, care. How you doing? Hey, just a quick question. Sure. About all right. Last year, I think it was you and Colton. I think it was Colton. Y'all did y'all's 12 Days of Christmas song. Yes. <laughs> Is that going to happen again this year? We're, we're not going to offend anyone's ears with, a, with another, <laughs> another original Workday Red Zone Christmas song. Okay, well, but, okay, since you said no on that, I'll go on to what I had. Um, I wanted to say about the game Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I try not to repeat any call that I did on a previous show or another uh, show during that day. But if the Red Wolves can show their dominance, you know, I, I don't want to say dominance, but the way that they played in their defense, they're they are definitely going to be tough to beat in conference. I agree with you there. 
Um, that was just, again, you look at what Omir and Sills and Eaton did, and that's great and all of that, but you kind of expect that from them. Uh, the way that they were able to just keep, look, you don't, unless you play in the Big Ten, you're not holding a lot of opponents under 50, period. So to see them do that in terms of the de- defensive effort was really, really encouraging. Well, and then to me, like, this is really the only, the first year that I've ever got to watch Omir play. Mm-hmm. But it's like he come out in a different mindset Sunday when because he was playing a, at a totally different level, yeah. in my opinion. Well, you know, maybe maybe Texas Tech was a little bit of a, a shakeup for him. You know, he's been dealing with the foul trouble for a lot of games, and then you go back to that first half against Texas Tech. They held him without a rebound for the entire first half, and we just don't see that happen. So maybe that was kind of one of those attention grabbers where it was like, hey, you're... When, when you're playing a really tough opponent, you're going to have to step up your game a little bit. You just can't flat-out outpower everybody. Right. And then the last thing, um, we stayed for the women's game. Mm-hmm. And I haven't ever been to a lot of women's games. But something that Coach Rogers done was she come up and mingled with the fans, introduced herself. And I think it may be her assistant coach. Is it Lizzie Nestling? Uh-huh. Okay, they both come up there and kind of mingled with the fans and talked to each other, introduced themselves. I've never seen any other coach do that anywhere I've ever watched a game. Is that going to get you to come back and watch more A-State women's basketball? I can't promise anything, but it was I mean, it was cool that you done it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's you try and, and reach out and be personable and, and continue to grow that fan base. I know uh, it seems like Coach Rogers had a lot of, has a lot of support. And uh, hopefully that'll continue for the rest of the season. I hope so. I mean, I, I, I like for all Red Wolves teams to do good. Sure. Uh, but anyway, you let me down on the 12 days of Christmas. <laughs> I'm sorry. I tell you, maybe <laughs> we'll see if we can crank up another one next year. So I, I know wait till, wait till next year is not doesn't sound that fun, but I, we'll see what we can do. I had no idea there would be any kind of demand for it, so didn't even think about yeah. it this year. <laughs> well, Gary... Y'all have a uh, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Merry Christmas, Mark. Thanks for calling. Happy New Year, too. Uh, yeah, that it's still out there on YouTube. It's still <laughs> I can find it on Twitter, but uh, I just I just didn't think there would I did not think there would be any kind of demand for the twelve days of Red Wolf Christmas or whatever it is we called it when we did that a couple of years ago. I'm gonna have to go listen to this. It's. Uh, <laughs> I did not think it was one of our finer moments on the show, but at least everybody... I just love the silence after. <laughs> saying, ...saying the words that were listed on the page for the most part. It was... It's it's still there. It's uh, Christmas hilarious. Christmas 2019, I think, is when we cranked, cranked that one out. What's, uh, what's the best sports-related Christmas present you've ever received, Andrew? Oh, that's tough. Um, I've gotten some cool stuff over the years, but... Um, hmm... Do you have an answer to while I think about it? <laughs> well, I mean, the basketball goal I got when I was in fifth grade, but now I get something, it seems like, team-related every year. Mm-hmm. From I got, like, a Red Wolf throw blanket, and the year before that I got some Cardinals pint glasses, and then a small Cardinal cooler. and things. So I just always seem to get that type of stuff now, which I do not complain about. I'm pretty easy to please. I figured it out. So I when I first started going to Tennessee, obviously Christmas time, that's when all the relatives go, oh, Tennessee gear. Um, I got from my sister, and I still love this thing. It's a ugly Christmas sweater 
with the giant UT on it. And it has snowflakes all over it, and it's bright. It's the bright orange, and it's just absolutely hideous, and it's amazing, and I love it. So, uh, shout out to my sister for that. Thank you. <laughs> that is uh, a wrap for us here on the Workday Red Zone. Appreciate all of you who shared your stories with us on the phones and on Twitter today, and not just today. We are so so thankful for you. Not just uh, Christmas time, but year-round that you, for reasons I will never completely understand, continue to support this program and, <laughs> and tune in with us. But uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, and Merry Christmas. Hey, uh, keep it here. No setup today, but uh, that'll be back on January the 3rd. I'll be honest with you, I'm not 100% sure of our work schedule. I can tell you the NEA tournament will be here for you at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. We will catch back up with you on Wednesday, December the 29th, so looking forward to talking to you then. But uh, in the meantime, uh, for Andrew, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Cannot wait to talk to you then. Have a Merry Christmas. Have a great day. We'll see you then. Happy Holidays.